0: Well, hello Jazz, how are you and good afternoon everybody. Welcome to our live podcast of Lunch Out Loud. I am joined with Jazz uh, mm-hmm. and my name is Simo. Uh, we get together every single Tuesday around about this time and we just basically, the idea of this whole thing, we call it Lunch Out Loud, <laughs> uh, right on lunchtime and we begin to have conversations out loud where we are processing what the Bible says, how do we make sense of it. Does it even make sense? Does it apply to our real world? And what does that look like? Jazz is a passionate uh, master's in... What was your master's in? Human rights. Human rights. Uh, as, a, as an incredible social bent, I'm passionate mm-hmm. about leadership and about actually um, digging deep into what people mean, and so together we kind of bring this social justice bent, which I also have, growing up in the Salvation tsunami, and we just sort of, we just kind of work it out. Essentially, this is discipleship out loud, and we ask you to participate in it, and we get you to be a part of this process. And today, we want to talk to you guys a little bit about this whole idea or concept of living with a sense of purpose, because externally that actually sounds quite good, right? yeah, I want to live with purpose. Isn't it good to have purpose? And and then you start to break it down you're like, yes. But what is actual purpose? Or what does that even mean? Like is it just one of those fancy Christian things that we say or is it like, is it something we're supposed to have? So, um, Jazz, we're going to talk about it from your perspective. I'm going to share some of my thoughts. But are you brought this topic up. You brought the idea to the table. Let me hand it over to you. What are you Bring it
1: out, Jazz. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I um, suggested this topic because I was thinking about it the other day and I was like, oh, actually, do I even know about this topic? Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is actually going to be a good one to chat about Um, because it is something that we do hear thrown around a lot in the Christian world. We hear people saying, oh, what's your what's your purpose? Like, you know, the, book's, um, the book called, Purpose-Driven Life is a very popular mm. book. When I go to op shops, I usually see, like, three copies of it on, on the shelf.
0: Wow,
1: yeah. um, so, And it's, like, not just Christians who are reading that. It's, like, other it's other people as well, um, people who aren't Christians. So it's, like, oh, okay, there's actually a big need in our hearts to find mm. purpose. We don't – it seems that we as humans don't want to just live life, uh, like, you know, every day and just for, like, you know, for no reason. But it's, like, we're searching for, like, this meaning or a purpose behind behind our lives and not only like behind our life but also a purpose and a meaning for ourselves like who are we what's our purpose something that defines us in terms of um maybe even it has just developed out of us trying to find our identity and because we live in a capitalist society um where everything is about goals and production suddenly we're looking at ourselves as something like i actually need a purpose to have an identity um Mm. So, yeah, I was like, oh. So let,
0: me, let me start by digging into yours a bit, Jazz. What is your purpose? Have you discovered it? Are you living in it? All of those questions. What we'll would start by asking you. What is your purpose?
1: Yeah, okay. So um, for a long time I thought my purpose on the earth and to be alive was um, to do something in regards to social justice. But I've now recognised that my purpose is actually just to have an intimate relationship with God. So mm. that has, like, been a big change. It's been mm. in the last few years where I've had to go from oh look at all these goals and look at all these things like you know I am very much a person who's like let's change the world let's save everything and everyone um to actually going oh actually the first thing I need to do is actually have that relationship with Christ um and then out of that will flow everything else in my life
0: okay so it's just about having this pretty little relationship with God that sounds nice but how did you come to that conclusion
1: um just the fact that. Like why did God if you look at Genesis, why did God create humans? He didn't create them and say, oh, we're gonna create humans so they can um become CEOs. We're gonna or we're gonna create them so they can create incredible organizations and all these other things. But God created humans literally because like, hey, let's create people in our image. Um, let's create them and have a relationship with them. Um, and I do think there's, like, you know, there's two different aspects of purpose in our lives. We do right. exist solely for that relationship with Christ. That's our, you know, core purpose. But then because there's people around us and we're part of communities, then I think that's where your secondary purpose comes in.
0: Okay. But, like, I think, it's, like I said, it sounds nice, but do you live that way? Do you live in a way that it's just like, hey, God, I just exist to be in this relationship with God? Like, is that is that realistic?
1: So if, like, when you say it like that, it sounds like you just, like, you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm in a relationship with God. And it's not really that. Like, I'm friends with you, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not just friends with you. I don't just, like, wake up and say, oh, I'm friends with Simeon. Um, I minister with you. We chat about things. Um, you disciple me. You invite me into your home to have, um, you know, communion with you and your family, like, over dinner or whatever. Yeah, sure. Um, so that's, like, an active um, it's like active mm. you know, in that relationship. So the same thing would be with God. And then mm. sometimes that then spills over into, hey, like, you know, because we've got that relationship, um, it's like you saying, hey, Jazz, this person is actually um, needing some encouragement. Can you go and encourage them? Or, hey, Jazz, we've actually got someone who um, wants to pick up a food hamper from our church. So can you be present and and chat with them and hand that mm. over to Um, So it's like from that relationship comes that secondary purpose of then being able to do other ministry. Um, But, yeah, it's like how do you even cultivate that in the first place, I think is what you're asking.
0: Yeah, a a little bit. But I'm also asking about, like, what does that look like? Like, is our relationship with God our purpose? As in, like, yeah, I get what you're saying that it's sort of like our purpose for existing. Mm -hmm. Or is our relationship with God just the foundation of, of, of who we are? Like, I, I mean, it's just an interesting question. I don't know if I, yeah. I have a defined answer for it, but, like, Well,
1: I, I, th- I think that, like, I think that might kind of tie into, like, what does it mean to, like, be a Christian in terms of what do Christians do? And we could say, like, oh, Christians care for others. They care for the environment. Say, um, They go to church, like, you know, all these things. But then you look at people who receive Christ and they establish a relationship with him. When I say receive Christ, I mean they establish a relationship with Christ like on their deathbed Um, and they have literally done nothing to cultivate that relationship beyond just establishing it. Um, Mm. But that still doesn't mean like that they're less of a Christian. Um, So I think it's the same thing with us. Like we don't have to do all these things in our lives to be like, if we did, if basically, I guess, if we didn't do all of these other things, like that, sec, what I call the secondary purpose, um, that wouldn't make our life have been less purposeful. If hmm. we've got that established relationship can, with Christ.
0: Then can you have purpose without having a relationship with God?
1: I think we can. I mm-hmm. think we definitely can. We can like, you know, develop our own, which is, you know, cool. It's if, if that's what you're doing, then that's cool that you've developed on.
0: Is but, it cool? Because you're saying our main purpose, our main function is to have a relationship with God, and now you're saying, but it's okay if you don't. So which one is it? You yeah, the juice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're very full of ultimatums today. Mm. Um, you can do it. I don't mean it's cool, but, like, you can do it. But it's kind of like someone who... Has oh look at this really incredible garment I've bought. I've bought this garment and it's really cool and I'm going to use it as a um, as a as a sarong. Great, cool. And then you meet the creator of it and they're like oh why are you wearing my scarf as a sarong? It's like well it's still you know functional. You're still using it, um, but it's actually not the purpose the uh, the intended purpose for it. So I think we can. Um, seek out our own purposes and create them but it doesn't necessarily mean that that was our intended purpose and then when we get to know the creator more the one who knows everything about us who knows our strengths and weaknesses and our giftings um when we seek him and have that relationship with him then he can actually say to us oh hey this is your intended purpose because i've seen a lot of people live their lives and do really really good things and then suddenly go, oh, I've just realised this is not actually what I was meant to be doing with my life um, because they have that discovery of what it actually is, what they're meant to be doing.
0: Mm. Yeah. Okay, so I think the strength of what we do here, Jade, is we just share our own mm-hmm. sort of personal stories and journeys with this. So, yeah. are you, like, you've come to this revelation, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. not because you've read it in a textbook but because mm-hmm. you've lived it in a way. Is that right? Like, were you living in a way that was sort of like I'm trying to find my purpose or, or, or what? Like I think it's, do, do you know what I'm trying to get out here, just Like I want to kind of go, what got you to the point where you went, you know what, I'm floundering here. I'm trying to make my purpose out of the things around me. Mm-hmm. But What if I just actually was comfortable and okay with my relationship yeah. with God being my primary purpose and yeah. other things being secondary to that? Yeah, How did you come to that revelation? Was it a moment of pain? What was it?
1: Um, I think it was just like a combination of having a lot of years of doing a lot of things. Um, But then, and because I'm such a people pleaser, so I was like, I need to do all these things because then God will be pleased with me. And then I don't know if it was like, it was probably like through a lot of different things where people like, you know, good mentors like you and my friend Dimity um who mentoring me and also just like seeking things out with the Lord and actually getting to a point where I was like, I could do all of these things and it doesn't actually make the Lord more pleased with me or less pleased with me, um, which means that if I stopped doing all these things, he wouldn't be more or less pleased with me, which must mean that it's not necessary to do all these different things.
0: What What sort of things were you doing?
1: So serving in church, um, speaking out about injustices, um, serving. In, well, my job was in a ministry as well. So doing that.
0: Um, How you did you find it? Serving like, others. Were you, were you charged up? Were you energized? Were you what exhausted? Like, I'm assuming by the sound of it, you were doing all these things, but still not finding any any sense of energy or life, right? Is that right? Or
1: mm, like, I knew it was good, so. Like, I always knew not, the stuff not I was doing. Was good. That. Yeah. Um, so I never like even if I was physically tired, I still knew in my spirit like this is good stuff that I'm doing. Um no, and, no. Like, no, no. maybe I had like maybe I had like health issues that was actually affecting everything else. But I think it was just like that that point where I was like I don't need to do it anymore. Like if I if I chose to just step back from it, maybe it's just like that analyzing my life and going hey, what is, like, why am I doing
0: this? You're doing all these good things. My point is you're doing all of these good things, which we'd agree there's nothing necessarily wrong with it. So you're doing all these good things because I'm sure there are people who are watching you have read the title of this and gone, cool, I want to find my purpose, and there are people who do it. They give themselves to so many different areas. They try Mm. serving in so many different ways. They try different workplaces. They try different Mm. jobs. But there's still this moment where it's like, I know I'm doing a good things, but I still don't feel fully satisfied. I just want to know, is that is that what it was like?
1: I don't think so. Right. I don't think it was like that for me. Um, I think it was just like analysing my own life and my own self and being like, okay, if I stop. So
0: there was, there was no sense of you that was like, I'm doing all this good stuff, but mm, what's the point? You were sort of like, no, I'm happy. I can keep doing this for the rest of my life.
1: I knew the... Maybe it wasn't, like, fulfilling for me because I knew it was fulfilling for other people and that's why I am not talking about
0: other people. I'm talking about for you because this is what I'm trying to get to because I think others feel like that. I know I felt like that. I know I felt like I know I'm doing a good thing but I still feel like something's missing, still feel like something's out of whack. And I think that's where we actually find that, like, that's where people can kind of go, I'm not living with a sense of purpose. Does, Does that make sense? So yeah. helping to kind of go, what if what if God was the the hole that was missing inside of you, rather than just trying to fill it with another good thing? Don't just fill it with another degree. Don't just fill mm-hmm. it with another good idea. Don't fill it with another protest. Don't fill it with another rebellion. Don't fill it with another this, that, or the other. Like it's never gonna satisfy. We keep trying to fill that void. But if you're saying the void wasn't there, that redefines that whole statement I'm making.
1: Yeah. I think do you think that maybe it's also because we've got different personalities? And so for me I'm like I will serve even if it's detrimental to myself because I'm like I know other people are like benefiting but from why this. Why do
0: you do that? But like that's not that's what point that I'm trying to make. Why why would you do that in detriment uh, to the detriment of yourself and and be comfortable and okay with and what when you say to the detriment of yourself how is it detrimental to yourself? How do you know it's detrimental to yourself?
1: Yeah, um, I think for me, like it was just the fact that I was not feeling encouraged in what I was doing. So I knew what I was doing was good and other people were being benefited, but I didn't feel encouraged. So I started to feel discouraged in what I was doing um, and not valued, I think, even though I know I was valued. Um, it didn't – I didn't feel valued
0: um and so if you felt, if that you felt the, valued so if you were encouraged to affirm and felt valued you'd still be happy to do it and therefore would you have ever made the discovery that that god is actually your purpose
1: yeah well i think maybe that was what it came down to when i started to go oh if i'm not feeling valued in this then what happens when i stop and that's when i started to think to myself well if i stopped i wouldn't be less valuable to god and it was like that real, realisation where like, oh, I actually don't have to do all of this to be valuable to God and to be loved with, by him and to have that relationship with him. Mm. Um, and that's when I was like, okay, well, then maybe. Like, you know, I am I wasn't doing physically well and emotionally either. So I was like, okay, let's take a step back. Can we actually live outside of doing things? And I've discovered that we can.
0: <laughs> Which I'm stoked about because I think you're so much better off for it. I, I suppose I'm just interested to see how you get to that point. And for yours it was a sense of I'm not being affirmed or I'm not being encouraged. My concern mm-hmm. is though, if you were being affirmed and encouraged, you'd still be in the same position.
1: Yeah. yeah um and so maybe it's just as individuals being able to stop and question what am I without this? Like I was Mm. talking to my counsellor a few months ago um, about like different things in my life that I feel um, like a part of my identity and she really challenged me and was like, what happened, What, what would happen if you took that away? And like... I said to her, like, I know I don't have to take it away, so I'm not, like, you know, I can't put myself into the mindset that you're asking me to be in because I know I don't have to take that away. And so I think maybe if some people are doing this kind of assessment on their life, they, mm. they may be going like, no, but it's, it's not something that can be taken away or will be taken away, so I'm not going to think about it. Mm. Um, but she really challenged me. She's like, you know and I know that this cannot be taken away without your actually giving it up but think about what if it did and so i had to really put myself into that mindset so it could oh, you be would loved
0: that. you would have loved that
1: <laughs> um so it could be that maybe it's just something that we as people have to get into a good habit of doing sitting down and asking ourselves questions and hard questions and doing introspection um and we may ask those questions and come out of it and be like I feel exactly the same. we may ask those questions and think deeply about them and then go, oh, maybe it's not what I thought it was. Mm. Um, But I think that as well, like most people don't go searching for their purpose unless they actually feel that missingness in That's what
0: I was trying to say before. That's what I mean. Like there's something that goes missing you or there's something that feels unsatisfied within you. And that's what I was trying to say before, Jess. It's like what was that for you? Was it just the lack of affirmation and encouragement. And that's concerning because if people just need encouragement, they can then they can me as a leader, I'm like, man, how easy is it for people to be manipulated into doing things that mm. is yeah that is not actually what they they're meant to do. But all I've got to do is encourage yeah. them and affirm them. And I can keep them in that role because I need them in that role. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like,
1: Yeah, and I've seen it happen so much. I've seen it
0: happen too. Of course I have. I'm not saying that because i I might have been guilty of it at times, but getting somebody to live with a sense of a sense of purpose is where it doesn't matter if anybody ever recognises them again for it. Mm-hmm. They know that this is without any shadow of a doubt, this is what they were put on God's earth for, like, mm-hmm. That's it, yeah. and that for me is like, I agree with you. That actually only comes when we've got that primary thing of is your like your relationship with God set yeah. and set in concrete. Then you can actually find that sense of purpose. But when I think what it looks like when you have a sense of purpose is that no one can convince you that this is not what you should be doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. And my question
0: is, does everyone have that feeling? Does does everyone have that sort of a purpose?
1: Yeah. You know, like, that's actually reminded me of last year, end of last year, when I was, you know, going through a little um, little breakdown. Um, and I actually got to the point because I know, like, look, I'm quite firm and I know this. I know that the Lord has placed a passion for social justice and calling out injustices in our society. Um, I know he's placed that in me but i was literally at a point last year where i was actually questioning it and going god is this actually what you want me to do and i even remember praying a few times saying i actually can't do this anymore please just take it away from me because i like i like i don't think it's right um but then yeah like you know having that question in my mind and working with him through it actually now has got me to the point where i'm like well you know if, even if everyone else is telling me that no that's actually wrong
0: mm-hmm. i
1: I'm convinced that this is what it is. Like this is my purpose. So Mm. that's cool. Uh,
0: Yeah, it is. It's awesome because you found that. And that's I suppose that's what. How do people find it? And my question is: in the Bible, does everyone in the Bible have a purpose?
1: Well, yes. (laughs) Because I I still do I still do um, believe that all of us have that. Core purpose of being created to have that relationship with Christ. But it doesn't mean that we um, fulfill it because there are a lot of people in the Bible who didn't do that. And then there's a lot of people as well who we see oh, I'm not sure about, I can't think of anything in the Bible, but we see in life where they're not fulfilling their secondary purpose either, where they've been distracted by other things, or they've given up, they've become discouraged and given up, or they've had it discouraged by others around them. Um, but yeah, I think everyone definitely I do believe everyone has a purpose. Well, I would
0: argue that all of the disciples were in that position. All of Jesus' disciples.
1: In what position?
0: In the position where they weren't living their their secondary purpose as you as you describe it. Because mm. Jesus calls them out of what they were doing mm, because it yes, wasn't their purpose. True. Yeah. Does that make sense? So there's yes. a very real possibility that people are in a job right now that is just not their purpose. Yeah. But he just didn't do that with everyone though, did he? Yeah. There were some yeah. people he told not to follow him and to stay yeah. where they were, to yeah. keep doing what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Even though it seemed attractive to go off and run off and do something else. Mm-hmm. I think this is where I look at um, I was thinking about this today because we was prepping for it, and I was thinking about like Jesse and, and his sons. Mm-hmm. Uh, how when um Samuel comes to, to Jesse and says, I'm gonna anoint one of your sons, hmm how he presents all his sons and then finally we know that David is anointed to be the next king after, uh, after Saul. Anyway, I was thinking about the other boys. They actually mm. didn't walk away with any purpose. Mm. They didn't walk away with any calling or gifting over their life. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. Because sometimes I think we kind of go, oh, if, if I have a purpose, it must be to be able to change the world, to do something mm-hmm. big and significant. But what about yeah. if your purpose is truly just to be a good dad, or to be yeah. a good mom? What about if your purpose is just to be a good Christian, yeah, just to just serve well in your church? Like sometimes I think we put so much of an emphasis on having this major, yeah, huge sense of purpose that if you yeah. don't, you feel inferior.
1: Yeah,
0: do, do you know what I mean? And there's almost yeah. like a a purpose pressure.
1: Yeah, yeah, have. and like. I think we do have a society which really does elevate certain um, people and movements. And like, like I said before, we live in a capitalist society where the more you do, the better you are, basically, because yeah. it's like it's all about achieving. And like the standards for achieving are so different to what actually living out our purpose is meant to be. Like you said, like you know, people will say, "Oh." Um, um, just like you know, just a parent or whatever, as if, but like as if that's not a really good purpose, as if like mm. you know, discipling the children that you're given isn't a good purpose, right? Um, so yeah,
0: it's. But so what yeah. about if your purpose is if it, even if you're single, right, and it's not to be a parent? Or I know that you know there are people who don't want to have kids as well, and mm. that's a completely fine choice to say your purpose isn't to be a, a mum or a dad, but maybe it's just like what if our purpose is to be average do, do yeah. you know what i mean like sometimes i think we think if we have purpose we mm-hmm. must have some sense of excellence about it. so we've got to yeah. do it to the extraordinary degree yeah but only one of jesse's sons would call to that
1: yeah you're you making me mean? realize how competitive i am because i'm like yeah okay i could do average really well i'll do average excellently
0: yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean like even your passion yeah. your passion or your purpose around social justice jobs what if it's not to change the whole world, but what if it's just to change someone's world? Oh, what if uh, it's look, just, a, yeah, if it's just a, to a couple of others that. about that? You know what I mean? Like what if yeah. it's not to be an internationally acclaimed, you know, speaking in the UN and, uh, uh, you know, articles written about the, the great jazz at Co-op? Like, you know what I mean? Like what if it's yeah. what if it's just to, to do a little bit? What if it's just to work in a homeless shelter?
1: Yeah, look, I've definitely been. Um, that's been part of my crisis the last few years because it's always been my dream to like speak at the UN or be like, be like a Clooney. She's like my girl crush. Um, because like, yeah, your, your what a girl, girl hero? Right. Yeah, right.
0: right, right. like, I, like
1: I'd yes. have a man crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because she's like literally at thirty-five, was like a human rights lawyer, like suing countries. I'm like Unreal. this is she's Unreal. amazing. Um
0: and you're what 34. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Okay. Wow, okay. Uh, you know, Yesterday I got told by a teacher I was speaking at a school and the teacher said to me, how long have you been doing this? I don't mean to be, like, rude, but it just seems like you've just graduated yourself. I was like, thanks, thanks for that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's, I mean, So now you've just, like, balanced it out. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> welcome.
0: That's what I'm here for, balance,
1: yeah. Um, but, yeah, and so I've been thinking, and so I had a bit of a crisis. I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't done, like, all these things that I – I should have done mm, by now mm. and I'm not, like, in positions that I thought I would be or, like, that I should be to be doing the things I want to do. Um Like, and so I've kind of gone, like, okay, but what if you're actually not meant to be like a mile Clooney but 100%. you're actually meant to be like Jasmine and maybe the sphere that I'll be influencing is a local one right. and not one that's bigger. Um yeah. But then I also, you know. To balance that out, I'm also like, oh, but the Lord can do anything overnight, so you know.
0: <laughs> that's true, but what if what if that's not His purpose for you? Like, do you know? Yeah. What I'm, you yeah. What I'm talking, I, like I say, we read the Bible, and it's filled with stories of heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who was it just recently? I was talking about this with, and they were saying that uh, that when we read the Bible, we want to put ourselves in the position of the heroes, and not the villain mm-hmm. in the Bible. Oh yes, so we're I think Scott. Like,
1: Maybe Scott McConnell. Yeah,
0: He's yeah, said yeah.
1: Something similar, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how true is that, though? Well, yeah. We don't want to be one of Jesse's brothers that weren't called. We're David, right? Yeah, yeah. We don't want to be one of Joseph's 12 brothers, well, 11 brothers. We want to be Joseph. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. we want to be the main guy in the story. When we picture the characters we are in the Bible, we don't picture a character that's there for one second and disappears. Like, Mm. I think I'm, like, a disciple. I think I'm, like, Paul. I think I'm, like, King David. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah.
1: But I think that, like, what I, what really helped me, like, I guess, accept that because, you know, I had these big grandiose dreams. Um, But what really helped me accept it is, like, okay, you're impacting the life of one person, but the Lord literally looks at each of us. And loves each individual so how can you say that your purpose of impacting one person is any less important than someone else's purpose of impacting a country or you know on a global scale like how can we look at our purpose of ministering to one person and think that that's any less value if we do if we're looking at that and thinking it's less value then we're actually looking at that person and saying you are less valuable than all of these other people as a collective group, and that's so not that's true. A, that's a, yeah, but that's
0: a whole other moral quandary, jazz. Because <laughs> then you get into is the is the, the 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 value of the one greater than the value of the many?
1: Well, not really. Like you know, it doesn't have to be that. It's just like recognizing that hey, the impact that you're going to make in one person's life or three people's lives, like that's just as an important purpose as going no and doubt. impacting six people
0: or no six hundred. But- uh, maybe. I don't know if it's just as important, but it's important. I don't know if you could, if, like, I don't know if you can categorise it. I'd say that somebody who's impacting a nation has a far greater importance and far greater importance. And why, do, why does that matter if somebody's more important than you? I mean, why do you feel like, you know what I mean? Like there's a sense of that's that's actually yeah, okay.
1: That's not really what I meant. Um,
0: I, I'm, I'm, I'm here. What, do, what did you mean then?
1: Well, just that, like, you know, purpose doesn't have to look like a big global scale. Your 100% purpose-
0: agree with you. 100% agree with you. 100% yeah. agree. And there's no, there's no doubt about that. What I'm trying to say is be okay with not being the greatest. Be okay with somebody being more influential and having a bigger calling and a bigger purpose and being more important than you. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the fact that some people's calling and some people's gifting means that they're going to have a better and a greater influence. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I'm okay with that to say they're going to have a more significant impact in this world than that. It doesn't mean when we get to heaven that God's going to look at them and go, wow, you did a great job. I mean, Simo, you're all right, but, mate, did you see what, Jazz spoke to the U.N. (laughs) I mean, Simo, you spoke in Ipswich, which is great, but Jazz spoke to the U.N., does that make sense? So I understand what you're saying. The God, it's the same, the same level of importance. Yeah. You're on Earth; you are going to be less important. You are going to be less cared for. That's just the truth. It's the reality. If you had two people standing before you, as much as you would like to think that you would treat them equally, if you had the the Prime Minister and and I don't know, just <laughs> just anybody else, you would treat them differently based on their position, based on their Based on their influence. Does that I don't make think sense? that's like, the
1: best example, but sure.
0: <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, whoever it might be. Whoever it um, might be. Who's your woman crush?
1: Amal Clooney.
0: Amal Clooney. If you had amal Clooney, is that George Clooney's wife? Yes. If you had amal Clooney and then you had somebody else here, who would you be more likely to want to have a conversation with? Uh, be yeah. honest, Jazz. Be honest.
1: about what, though?
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness, jazz You know what I'm trying to say. You're going to treat, treat them differently, right? That's the point. Like, it's actually okay. Like, be comfortable with that and be okay with that and be okay with <laughs> having a, a less significant. I, I don't know. Like, I just, I think sometimes <laughs> we, we, we make this purpose like, oh, my gosh, if I've got a purpose. I must be significant. I'm just like, maybe. What if well, your I purpose still- is just to serve? If it's it's just still certain... significant,
1: though. Like, I'm looking at it like, yes. Am, am I, like, if I had children, I'd probably be the mother who is like, oh, well, my children are, like, super, super, super talented and, like, all they can do is, like, I don't know, play Mary Had a Little Lamb on a piano or something. That's so
0: good. <laughs> see, I'm so different. I'm, like, I just think of my personality. My personality type is just, like, if I see somebody that I'm, like, oh, yeah, they're, they're average, that's okay. Like I, I, my kids, I look at them and go there are things that they're good at, there are things that they're not good at. I'm, I'm completely comfortable. I don't think they're the best at everything that they actually put their hand to. I don't think they're they, – they haven't been the best at anything that they've done in life. They've been good at things. Yeah. But there are people who are always better and I'm okay with that. Like I'm, I'm okay with us yeah. discovering those things about ourselves. Yeah.
1: Look, I'm definitely – um. Yeah, getting to a place that I'm, like, having to be okay with. Um,
0: <gasps> I'm not the best at
1: everything. But I
0: feel like yeah. you're, also,
1: you're also very competitive. How are you? Like, is it just because you're older? Have you no, I don't experience? know, Jaz, I
0: think, like I said, I'm, I'm comfortable with being keep, deeply competitive <laughs> and being better than people who are around me. Like, I'm okay with that. But, and I, I, but I think, um, actually, you know, what one of the things it was, and I think, I don't know whether it was before I was um, under Pastor Mark's leadership or while while it was, I remember uh, having teaching around this thought or subject is that good leaders will always have better people around them.
1: Mm, yeah. Exactly. So I'm
0: always trying to find how people are better than me and trying mm-hmm. to let them know you're better at me than this. Yeah. I'm not trying to be better than you. I can lead you even though you're better than me mm-hmm. because I'm a better leader than you or I'm mm-hmm. better than you at this, or I've been put in this position for whatever reason, but yeah. you're still better at me than this. But yeah. that's not, you're not in the, I'm in the position to lead you. Does that make sense? I'm yeah. just comfortable yeah. with that. I'm yeah. comfortable with the fact that, that there are certain things that I'll be better at than the people that are leading me. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I deserve to be the leader. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's actually like, I think when I'm thinking about it, I was like, I wasn't going to mention this because like it's not really relevant. And then I was like, I think actually I think it is, Um, because I was always uncomfortable with it, and I think I got more competitive because I thought that if I can be the best and if I can do the best, then I will be more lovable and I will be more valuable. Hmm. Um, And so now I'm getting to a place in my life where I am recognizing. I don't need to be the best at everything to be valuable and loved. Um, and maybe that's how we look at ourselves with our purpose. Maybe we look at it and think, if I can be like a Amal Clooney, I'll be more valuable and people will respect me more and people will take me more serious, like, you know, all of that kind of stuff instead of going like, actually, me and myself with my flaws five years ago, or maybe now, when a bit more mature, and maybe in five years' time so I'll be even more mature and more wise, Um, mm. Like I'm valuable and lovable in each of those. And so Mm -hmm. I don't have to try and seek out a purpose that puts me in front of a worldwide audience or that gets people writing articles about what I can do um, for me to be more valuable. I don't need Mm -hmm. that big purpose. My purpose, whether I'm doing something on a small scale or doing nothing at all, um, my value, sorry, is still very valuable and very lovable Absolutely. And so, I, so then yeah it's just i guess i feel like we've made like a round circle
0: i think we have too i think about and even understanding that too, sort of like god loves you he values you he just hasn't made you to be the person who's going to be in front of a hundred thousand people in front of a million people has it made yeah. us to be we can desire it we can long for it we can go "Geez, i wish i would have i wish i would have but at the end of the day it's like okay, I have no issue with you desiring it for a moment, but let it be like a, a fl- floating moment, a fluttering moment where it's like, okay, I've desired it now. It's like, okay, time to get on with, with what my purpose is in front of me. I think yeah. your purpose, by the way, needs to be something that it doesn't matter what your occupation is, your purpose remains the same.
1: Yeah, yeah. But if you're, yeah.
0: if you're passionate about social justice, you could be a lawyer or you could be working at Woolworths or you could be a cleaner. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. don't mean those to sound like they're a scale of different you know, levels of, Oh, you're a better person, you're a lawyer. Yeah, My point is it doesn't matter where you work, if you have a particular purpose, everywhere mm-hmm. you go, you'll find opportunities for that. Yeah, clean them for a purpose. And as they're cleaning in the shopping center, they see somebody who's in need and they're able to mm-hmm. help them with that need. Same with yeah. a lawyer or a banker or whatever it may be. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I was just thinking, like, Oh, yeah, like. I've moved out of jobs and I've moved out of, like, you know, different environments, different um, communities, and in all of that my passion has still been for educating people and mm, mm. seeing social justice. Um, mm. And, yeah, it would be the same, you know, for anyone else as well. Mm. Um, you know, you don't have to be a top neurosurgeon to be able to administer really great care for someone.
0: Right on, right on. Yeah, exactly right. So here's where I suppose where we land this one today because <laughs> we do need to land somewhere on this. I think we land by understanding and accepting this. First and foremost, your value isn't by, defined by the size of your purpose or the level of importance of your purpose. Your value is just because of who you are. God loves you just because of who you are. Your mm-hmm. first and most important purpose is to understand that God loves you and be in relationship with him. From that, you're going to get a purpose. Some of you not watching this might have a really significant scope as far as your purpose. You might become a business leader. You might become a church leader. You might become a leader of a nation. You might become a huge influencer. Either way, or your purpose might just be to be a used car salesman, but just be really integrous. don't know what your purpose is. What we do know is this, is that it's time for you to stand up and actually understand that God loves you, that God made you the way you are. Let's not compare our purpose to each other's. Let's be comfortable with the skin that we're in. Let's be comfortable with the purpose that God gives us. And let's live with a sense of hope and a sense of purpose.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
0: Jazz, today has been brilliant. It's been a deep conversation. It's been a big one. Um, but I hope we've uh, been able to land somewhere that have been able to help people. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, we look forward to seeing you next week with another strong topic, another idea of, um, and I've already got in mind, I know, because we started speaking about before, Jazz, and uh, I could see the passion rising up. Uh, but it'll be something along the lines of next week. We're going to talk about does the ends justify the means? It's going to be an interesting one to chat through. Look forward to seeing you guys all then. Bye for now. Bye, everyone.